14.1% of our students said that they had used an e-cigarette in the last 30 days. We felt that was a very high number. It is a comprehensive program that uses evidence-based approaches to address vape among our youth and our students. We're excited to share that within the um, first week of implementing these in January, we've already had a, a vape device turned in within the first week. And we're just excited. We've seen success here locally and uh, we're just excited to um, be able to share our resources. Missouri Healthy Schools presents Mo Health Media. In this episode, Brad Brummel and Julie Veal share their story of a highly successful new vaping education and awareness program in Greene County, Missouri. Here's your host, Guy Danhoff. Welcome to Mo Health Media. My name is Guy Danhoff. We want to welcome you to a very special broadcast as today. We're going to be talking about some latest developments in vaping as well as tobacco. And without further ado, let's bring in our guests. And here we go. We have with us Brad Brummel from Springfield Public Schools, as well as Julie Veely. And uh, how are you both doing today? Hey, Guy. I'm doing great. Thanks for having us. All right. So, Brad, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background as uh, both of you serve as the co-chairs on the Tobacco and Vape Prevention Coalition, and uh, give us a little more background on yourself. Yeah, so my name is Brad Brummel, and I am the Health and PE Coordinator for uh, Springfield Public Schools, and I am lucky to partner with Julie on several different projects, and one of them is our Prevention Coalition. And Julie, welcome, and tell us a little bit about your role. Good morning. Um, yes, my name is Julie Veeling. I'm with the Springfield Green County Health Department, and I am a public health program representative, um, and I'm part of our community wellness um, team that is part of our chronic disease prevention division. Good morning. Well, well, welcome to both of you. So let's just dive right in. So let's go ahead now and get started. And Brad, why don't you kick us off with what is the problem right now as we look at this area of vaping and certainly prevention? Yeah, guys. So, I mean, I think we're all aware that uh, teen vaping has been a problem in our nation. Um, we have some data locally that helps us assess that problem. And so we a lot of times use the Missouri Student Survey. And we know that in 2018, um, there's a question that, that uh, high school and middle school students answer, what, what substances have you used in the last 30 days? And we know that in 2018, 14 0.1% of our students said that they had used an e-cigarette in the last 30 days. And we felt that was a, a very high number. Compare that to tobacco or cigarettes, which was 5%. So that's an alarming percentage. And, we, and so we wanted to address it. We, were lo we looked at what we could do. Um, and so we started with um, just providing some education within our health classrooms, within our health instruction. And uh, we're excited to share some of the, some of the work that we've done and, and we're excited to report that the 2020 Missouri Student Survey, that number dropped to 11.2%. So Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And that 11.2, that if you compare it to the state of Missouri, the state of Missouri's average is 15.5. So we're proud of that 11.2. We definitely want it to continue to get lower. Um, and we're continuing to work on that. And so that's why we're here today. We just want to share with you some of the, uh, some of the things that we've implemented that we feel like we've had some success with. So, Julie, let's turn to you. And the question that we have, what is the SAVE program? Obviously, what is your why? And what is known as the three pillars? 
Yes, the SAVE program stands for Springfield Area Vape Education, um, and it is a comprehensive program that uses evidence-based approaches to address vape among our youth and our students. Um, the program includes um, education, well, education, awareness, and cessation resources to reduce the harm um, related to vape and tobacco use and exposure among our youth. So our three pillars are um, education, awareness, and cessation. Excellent. So with that, Brad, why don't you talk to us a little about, about this education component? And I know you're like myself, you know, we're both uh, data, you know, we're data people or data geeks, I guess, right? And why don't you share with us some of the data and evidence that you have all collected? Yeah, guys. So this, just a, just a little bit of history, this started with the Green County Health Department providing some high quality lessons um, to help students become aware of the risk associated with vaping. And so those lessons have been revised and improved. Uh, originally, it was someone from the health department coming in and speaking to our students, but we felt like what was best for our students was getting that, that high quality learning activity from their teacher that they already have a great relationship with, that they have built trust with. And so now that we've, we've been able to improve those lessons, we're now implementing those lessons from grades six through 12th grade um, they're implemented into our curriculum. Um, each grade level has its own specific lesson specific to that age group and specific to that grade. And so it's not just one vape lesson that, that all grades use. It's a specific lesson for each grade level. Um, each one of those lessons, like you said with data, has a pre and post um, survey. So that way we can assess if we're having certain areas that, man, this, this lesson's not helping us with the risk or the awareness piece. And so we've been, we've been able to track which lessons are working best at which grade level. And then my favorite part of the um, lessons and the education piece are the activities that come along with it. They're, they're hands-on, they're skills-based. Um, my favorite activity involves a, a mirror and a, and a can of hairspray. And it's an activity where students are learning what aerosol vapors are. And it, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not dangerous. And it really helps those younger students kind of get, get it and it clicks, you can just see it. Um, but each lesson has a pre and post data that we're able to assess, we're able to share with the teachers, we're able to look at it as a district wide um, data and we're also able to track it per school. And so we can share that with their building leaders, with their health teachers, and it's really allowed us to communicate um, with everyone involved in our school system. So we're excited. I know Julie's gonna talk a little bit more about our website and how anyone watching this broadcast can get access to our educational materials for free. Absolutely, and congratulations. Sounds actually like a lot of fun. Certainly, as you just said, a lot of education going on there. With that, let's talk about the cessation. So I was wondering if you could dive into the cessation part of this. Yeah, so we know that we can't just inform students and expect that to really make change. Um, and so we, 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 have to, we have to push the boundaries. We have to, um, we use this, the, we have a local uh, organization here called CPO Community Partnerships of the Ozark, and they use the seven elements of community change. And one of those is breaking down barriers. And so if a student is interested in quitting, we, 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 they should have a safe place to do that at our schools. And so that's why we've, um, implemented these vape safe drop boxes within each one of our secondary schools. 
And it's just to help us create a safer learning environment um, in a safe, anonymous way. And so we, we've provided those at each one of our secondary sites and students are becoming aware of that through school announcements, through their health lessons. Um, and it's just a safe way if a student gets caught, maybe they're trying to help a friend, maybe they brought one, maybe it's in their backpack, maybe they're helping a student, not, a friend not get in trouble. We, you never know why you end up with it. It could even be a community event. It can be a parent. You're at a basketball game and you have a vape and you see that vape safe drop box you've been wanting to quit, you can drop it off right there anonymously. And then our, um, our, our building leaders are checking it monthly, reporting it so that we can assess how many we've had turned in. We're, we're excited to share that within the um, first week of implementing these in January, we've already had a, a vape device turned in within the first week. And so that's one vape device out of a student's hand. Absolutely. Making our schools a, a safer learning environment. So with that, Brad, you were <laughs> recently quoted, and this was great. I thought this was a fantastic a statement that was made. I was wondering if either one of you could speak to this. Yeah, guy, if you will show a picture, the sure. picture, you will see on the vape box, not only is it a safe place for a student to drop and, and turn in a, a um, device, but it's free advertisement for us in each one of our schools. It's encouragement for our students and it even gives an easy um, text if a student is interested in quitting. If the student texts ditch, ditch Jewel to that 88709 number, they're going to get cessation support through their cell phone. Text, it'll send them a little text encouragement, text reminders, text tips. And then there's our, our coalition information and our Springfield Area Vape Education um, logos on the top. So you can see it, it grabs the student's attention. It's not just a, a box sitting in a hallway. Students, there, there's been a buzz in the hallway. Students are becoming aware of it. Um, and then we have that cessation support right there on the front that students can see if they're interested or if they turn that in and they need extra support, that cessation support is right there in, in that text-based number. All right, so with that, uh, we're gonna move forward and we're gonna kind of get into this and that is, let's talk about the learning environment. Yeah, so we know that we know that it's, it's research proven that it's really hard for our students to learn if their learning space is not safe. And if we have students um, fearing that they may get in trouble because they, they have an illegal substance on them, um, if they know that their friends have an illegal substance on them, mm -hmm. if, if, if that's what they're focused on or concerned about, they will not be learning at, at their best potential. And so, that's, I mean, that's one of the number one goals of all, of all learning sites is, is to create a safe learning environment. And we, and we feel like these vape safe drop boxes are, are helping that cause. So Julie, with that, let's turn to you now. And we want to talk about the initiative. So talk to us about the involvement of the Green County Tobacco and Vape Prevention Coalition. So yes, the coalition um, has worked hard to, to put together um, these education resources for um, Springfield Public Schools. Um, we've also put together a um, community awareness campaign that we've been pushing out different um, messages to parents and students, um, promoting um, different cessation resources, and also just providing um, education and facts on the dangers of vaping. Um, and then also we've just been, as Brad has talked 
through a little bit some of our cessation um, resources that we're they're offering. So the coalition has just um, worked together to be able to put together this nice comprehensive program, um, and we're just excited. We've seen success here locally, and um, we're just excited to um, be able to share our resources um, within other Green County schools and outside of Green County um, to try to make a difference in our youth's health. Absolutely. And with that, if you could kind of wrap this up for us, I know that we're always big on resources. I was wondering if you could speak to the awareness piece. Yes. Well, um, so listed is our website. So we recently launched a website. Um, so I'm just going to quickly go through that. Um, on the homepage of our website, it just gives you a snapshot of three different pillars. Um, so the education, it gives you kind of a sample of the lesson plan and a sample of the activities. So if it is something you're interested in and would like to just kind of see what it's about, um, you can click on those different buttons. Um, then there's also some examples of our awareness campaign and then a resource page for cessation. Um, with the SAVE program, we do have two different options. As Brad talked um, about earlier, um, we're big on data and we like to be able to uh, evaluate our program and our education. So with option one, it's a little bit more um, hands-on with the coalition and we would like to be able to work um, closer, kind of one-on-one or be able to provide technical support to a school or a classroom if they're interested in working with us and collecting that pre and post data. So that's option one. It's more of a pro, uh, personalized program. Um, but if you're just interested in the materials and would like to be able to implement um, the vaping curriculum in your classroom or you're just needing some awareness materials, option two um, is a great place for you to start. And so you can go on our website and sign up for those different options and gain access, free access to our materials. Um, we also have a parent page. Um, so if you're um, a parent looking for some evidence-based resources, um, you can visit our website. It includes some facts about vaping and the dangers of vaping. Um, and it also includes signs um, that you can, signs if your child may be vaping. So again, just some facts and resources for adults. It also includes some graphics of what vape devices look like because each one looks totally different. Um, mm -hmm. Some of them might look like a phone charger. There's just lots of different devices these days. So we have a little bit of information on what they may look like. Um, and then what, as a parent, what you can do to help um, your child um, not start or stop um, vaping. So there's different resources there. And then we also have a student page that also includes some um, education and facts. It also includes an cessation resources. As we mentioned earlier, we have the Ditch Jewel resource, which is the text-based resource um, from the Truth Initiative. Um, and then there's also a few other resources listed there um, if a student or youth is looking for some resources. Um, and it also includes the Safe and Sober video module that is um, part of the curriculum that is taught um, within SPS. So that was kind of an overview. If you all visit the website and would like to reach out to Brad or I, our contact information is also listed on the website. Julie, thank you so much. I cannot believe how comprehensive. I can only imagine all the team meetings you've had just in the planning of this, let alone certainly the strategy and then how you're going to go through the deployment. And I just want to say again, 
congratulations. This is an outstanding program. And obviously we want to hear as this program moves forward, you know, some more results based on this impact. So I want to thank you for joining us today as uh, this was outstanding. Uh, this is something we've not done in Missouri Healthy Schools before is really taking a hard look at vaping and tobacco, let alone knowing that there's groups like you out there that are obviously put together a coalition group for prevention. And uh, we're all excited to certainly, um, you know, be able to be a resource uh, for everyone in this area. And as both Brad and Julie just said, there's the awareness, there's their website, use it as a resource. And I'm sure there's ways to even get in contact with them. So we want to thank both of you to be our guests today. And for Brad Brummel and Julie Veely, I am Guy Danhoff. And we want to thank you for watching yet another edition of Mo Health Media. Thank you. Mo Health Media is presented by Missouri Healthy Schools. You can find out more at www.mohealthyschools.com. That's www.mohealthyschools.com.